yeah, yeah. Baby, tell me what's your name. Tell me what's your age. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you think. I know I gotta rap with all these hoes, but you don't only fun getting eggs and O's. Baby, tell me what's your name. See in the building. Get it, let's get it. Three man weave here, no 11. No handouts. Mm -hmm. Already know what time it is. No handouts. <laughs> so, look, man. I've been following y'all since. 100 tracks a deal, right? Definitely, definitely. Explain to the people what that was because I know y'all done made a transition to New 11. Yeah. So tell us what 100 tracks a deal was. So pretty much, uh, 100 tracks a deal started off as like just um, just being consistent with like our music, like just forcing us, like setting a goal to force us to um, stay on top of everything. Mm -hmm. So pretty much the concept was make a hundred tracks or get a signed deal doing okay. music. Okay. So what we did was we just started doing like a hundred tracks and as as time went on it was just like it just kinda became a movement, yeah. especially like on like our SoundCloud. Like a lot of producers wanted to like really like send beats to us and like just mm -hmm. join the wave and just be a part of the whole scenario so we met a lot of producers in the midst of it and like we made like a lot of dope music a lot of it is um a lot of it is all original music um all original beats and like from a lot of different producers mm -hmm. and then from there pretty much um it transitioned um to new 11 because like a after we did the whole 100 tracks you kind of it, it kind of morphed into something else, uh, realizing that you know the deal is just within yourself. So it's, it's, it was sort of like a win-win scenario because either way we're just perfecting our craft. So, so definitely, man. So you did the hundred tracks, <clears throat> right? Did you get the deal? Nah, yeah, uh, nah, we didn't get a deal, but I feel like we definitely got what we needed to at the point in time, and that was like building that fan base and like really starting to see like I remember like on SoundCloud we was probably get like one play, like two play, <laughs> ten play and now we get like thousands of streamings and like overseas and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I think it was it did exactly what we wanted it to do, yeah. which was stay consistent and then yeah. like build a following and I feel like we definitely did that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So listen man, that was that was gonna lead me into the next question definitely. that I was gonna ask y'all because it's about the streaming. So mm. Bad bitches and fruit snacks. Yeah, yeah. First project that I that I was aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's definitely like the first, first one that kind of kicked this the whole oh, thing off. Uh -huh. yeah. So it's like I'm gonna tell you during that era, I probably wasn't messing with any what I'll say is a local artist. Definitely. And um, y'all my bro, so I said I'm gonna give it a try, right? Mm, definitely. And people were people were saying like, I ain't listening to no local artists. That was like the vibe. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. I'm listening to it and I'm like, yo, Virgo <laughs> Twins got bars. Like, and I was saying that to people like, I was like, yo, they got bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just to see from there when it was probably just, I don't know, just your high school friends yeah, and just yeah, people yeah. on campus no, listening right. to you. Definitely. Um, to now I'm seeing y'all and like you said, you're streaming all around the country. Yeah. Just tell me, what did it take? Like, so. Y'all said y'all didn't get the deal, but yeah, that yeah. didn't stop y'all. That's yeah, yeah. that's what I'm most impressed about. So, nice. what did it take? How, how how were you able to get to this point without a deal? Um, I uh, think it's just yeah. like from when we started, like things have changed. Like streaming wasn't even heavy when we first yeah, started. Like that yeah, wasn't even like yeah. a thing like that. Mm -hmm. Like it was, but then it wasn't, and like everything changing. Um, 
how we like consuming music and yes, us definitely. like paying attention to it mm-hmm. and like just going with it. Okay. So I felt like once we saw like okay like SoundCloud is kicking off and stuff like that, but now we got to get it on these other platforms. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everybody got a phone, they even got Title Apple Music, yep. they even mm-hmm. got Spotify. Yep. So we need to follow that wave, and that's pretty much like what we were doing with the hundred tracks. Mm-hmm. Um. So as we putting these projects together, we just like all right, we gotta make sure that it is at least everywhere. Cause mm-hmm. if you don't got Apple Music, you got Spotify. If you don't got Spotify you got title mm-hmm. and like I said it was just like the consistency like just like really just banging out these tracks and yeah, having yeah. a goal and then like like I said like people just it was just like people just kept checking in checking yeah. in checking in and then like a girl used it and like used one of our songs on her YouTube blog yeah. and like that shit went yeah, up that, yeah. that, I think that's what that really kind of really started it. It. like yeah, yeah it just, she used it in her vlog mm-hmm. and then um someone else used it as like a reaction video for like some German artists and then that's how all like a whole bunch of German Germany people okay. reached out and from there they just started because you can see who said like people saving the music on yeah. like um any artists who got like Spotify for artists or um, Apple Music for artists you can check the streams mm-hmm. um, so you'll see like where you're streaming at and where how many people are saving it and then people just in germany people just saving, saving it and yeah. then adding it to their playlist and okay. they just kept building i was like damn this shit is crazy yeah. so next question is if me if i'm a supporter mm-hmm. you know I, I automatically download the album like mm-hmm. on my streaming app i got spotify i got title um so i automatically would just download the album now if i download the album and i listen to it like that does that help you yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah because yeah, oh. it because it's like you if you download it you also saved it so okay. it's like um it like what it what it is with streaming is weird um so remember like back in the day you had a cd you yeah. feel me and mm-hmm. that's all you had yeah. you had yeah. the cd mm-hmm. and like only time to really play the cd is when you in your car or here, home, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you can stream it like anytime, like repeatedly, like on a whole different level. Like yeah. I go back and listen to like the Black album, you know, yeah. like ten more times. Yeah. If I just had a CD, I wouldn't be able to do That's that. True. You know what I That's mean? True. So you're 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 actually just creating that yeah. that stream again, creating the okay. um creating a conversation and just saving it to your profile the way like the algorithm works for a lot of these mm-hmm. things um you do get like a lot of uh streams like mm-hmm. people playing it but the people saving it too is like yeah. what's wow. like really the big thing wow. with the algorithm so what i'm hearing is that both of you guys y'all really put the business the business mindset behind what you want to do Definitely. yeah it's deeper than rap Definitely. yeah you see what i'm saying always. so um how y'all get started? Like, t- take me back, man. <laughs> yeah. Take me uh, back to when you first, started. or who was the first to say, you know, yeah, we, so, we can rap. Okay, so I, it, it's like a bunch of different parts. So I think the first scenario was like, uh, we, we was living in Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. We was at Elmer Street with my boy Quandell. Um, we was all chilling in the crib, and my uncle got us like this boombox where you could record on. Mm-hmm. And... It's back to when you had tapes and you pop the tape, you hit the record button, you could record over it. So um, we on the windowsill just making beats. Uh-huh. And uh, we just <laughs> rapping, but we ain't really know what it was. And then from there, I think that was like the initial spark. And then um, my dad was like really into music when we went to Jamaica. He, he would have a studio, so we kind of got that environment. Uh-huh. And then uh, as we got older, maybe like around 14, 15, we met my boy Kamar, who was like, he was already, like he'd been rapping. And... Um, 
we seen him like just battle and stuff like that and that shit was just so appealing it was like yo you know what we gotta take this shit serious so like throughout high school we always been rapping um putting out music and then kind of college a little bit distracted us because we really couldn't have like time to really record or have like the equipment definitely and then um, it was like one point where we met Drake one time and we rapped for him and then from when there we was like, yo, we gotta take this shit serious. That's and wild. then wild. and then after college that's when like the whole hundred tracks, tracks are down and then Yeah. I think the the after college thing, cause it was just like it was working like bullshit jobs, like it was like weird. Yeah, like it was like after stupid, college it's, <laughs> it's so weird because anybody who went home after who went away to college and then went home, it's just like nothing changed. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it felt. Yeah, it was man. just like Dang, like this yeah. is like exactly the same, and like you know, I was just outside chilling with my friends again and working. It, it just, it just felt like not, it was like no purpose. Like yeah. it just felt like work and nothing else was going on. So I was just like, definitely man, gotta have a purpose. For what yeah, you do. facts. Yeah. So definitely I was just, I was just like, yo, let's just uh, keep doing this music because this is the only thing that makes sense. This is the dopest shit, man. Yeah, popping right now. Yeah, so, so we was doing that. You met Drake. Tell me y'all, y'all all time favorite artist. Favorite rapper? Uh, well, right now it gotta be Jay Z. Okay. Jay Z and Drake right now. Yeah, Um, I would have to agree. uh, Also, like, just like a big fan of Biggie too. Yeah, definitely Biggie, Jay Z. And fuck, currency always been like well, oh, yeah, yeah, I like so. Yeah. Actually, when I first started rapping, my favorite rapper was The Game. Okay. The Game was my favorite rapper. (laughs) That's who I was listening to, and then that's kind of how I developed like some type of like scale towards it Definitely. okay now fame you talked about um you know getting back and working a bs job yeah. so i follow you on ig yeah. and one you got i like your ig man it's very inspirational i, I don't know if it was a few years ago back mm-hmm. I, I, I was telling my telling my shorty like a few years ago back like you, you said you read a book you know it talked about how people who got up early you know oh, did yeah did more stuff yeah. throughout the day, you Definitely. know, than people, you know, before they even get out of the bed, yeah. you feel me? Yeah. And so, but the funny thing is, you ain't just read the book and just say that, like, <laughs> you've been living that, man. Facts. So it's like, when I wake up, you know, and I always check IG, like, mm. before I really get out of the bed or whatever, um, and a lot of times I see you, you're good morning, you coming from the gym or something like that, yeah. you know, and I, one, that's just real, I, I said, I don't know if when I was your age, when I was 23, fresh out of college, if I could have had discipline like that. Yeah. Um, so one, I commend you for that. But the nine to five thing, this yeah. is what I want to get to. Yeah. How, how, for people out there who wanna, who feel like the nine to five is just weighing them down, yeah. you know, how do you make that transition? And P, I don't know if you got a nine to five yeah, either, nah, so, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, both of y'all speak to the nine to five thing. Um, I think it's just like really like it's all we always took it as like to fund the dream or fund whatever we was into because it was like to me it's like the the nine to five is okay but like you can't move how you want to move or be creative or can't you can't be innovative like we all went to college where we all was like free thinkers everybody was like different organizations we had dances we had we had so much creative and then Mm -hmm. like to leave that and then go to like this crazy structure I just 
I just thought it was weird. Yeah. Like you can't move how you want to move. So outside of the nine to five, you need to kind of like work for yourself and like do more for yourself. That's mm-hmm. where it comes in. Like waking up early. Like yeah. you know, like five. Like I get a lot done. Like in that five, we send the emails, we watching YouTube videos, and we going to the gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We doing a lot uh, before we get to work. And then yeah. like as you said, like I'm like when you when you actually wake up, you I'm one of the first people that you see on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm already up before a lot of people. BS people. Yeah. <laughs> Check my account, you know. I don't yeah. have a, I don't have that many followers, yeah. but I also don't follow, follow a lot of people. Yeah. I follow everybody I follow is probably somebody that I know yeah. or like a major, major celebrity. Yeah, definitely, you definitely. feel me? But I, I really know my people, and that's that's the one thing that's organic about you know my IG. So it's like yeah. I, I don't see a lot of cap stuff when that's, I turn yeah, it on. Yeah, yeah. I that's see good, all though, of my people. Facts. You feel me? And so I see you're, you're probably the earliest one up definitely. if you do make a post that day. You yeah. feel me? So. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. man. And then I, I think just going back, like, with the whole 9 to 5 thing, it's like, uh, to me, it, it, it just, it wasn't no type of fulfillment to it. Like, uh-huh. I, I I don't know how anybody else feels. It's just, I'm just doing this work. And I don't really be caring about, like, because people, to how I see it is like, yo, we, we you, um, you go into this environment and there's a lot of people just complaining about the job. And uh-huh. I'm just like, damn, I don't want to just be sitting up here complaining yeah. and yeah. then shit is trash. And then, for the most part, people just be talking about sports, and I don't even watch sports, and I be like, alright, and then like, other than that, you really don't want to chill with them outside of work, so yeah. the whole shit was just like, this is stupid to me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, I will say that, like, I, I do work a 9 to 5, mm. but the thing about my 9 to 5 that's different than most people is, mm. I love my job. Yeah, you know no, yeah and, that, like, and that's one thing, you gotta love it. Yeah, you know and so, and I also have multiple businesses outside, outside like, yeah, Three Man Weave is not just a podcast, like, we, we are a yeah, media yeah. company, yeah, we definitely. have our own LLC, definitely. We, we got a lot of things that we're putting in the works, you uh, know, yeah. and I also and with another company, Legit Stats, where we do, you know, sports stats. Definitely. Um, so I, I dabble in a lot of stuff, but the thing over the years, like, a lot of my partners and business have always told me, like, bro, you just need to quit. You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah. But I can't, number one, because I love it. Definitely. And and I feel like kids are the foundation of our future. So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody on social media recently is talking about or complaining about people trying to make change. And I feel like none of y'all are even, like, a lot of people that's complaining, do you do anything? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anything. Do you do any type of volunteer work? Yeah. And I'm not saying that you got to be do stuff all year, but do you do anything? Yeah. Probably not. And so a lot of times I find myself at work, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at a, a, a child and they smiling, yeah. they learning. Or even if they're at recess and they was being mean to somebody one day and now I done taught them how to be nice to their peer Definitely. and they're actually getting along. And I'm like, they paying me for this? Yeah. They so really, you get fulfillment out of that. They so really paying me yeah. to hang with kids. You yeah, feel definitely. me? And a lot of teachers, you know, don't feel that way. And that's why they have a power struggle with yeah, the kids that yeah, I don't have. Definitely. Um, but I agree with y'all. Yeah. You know, if you don't have the purpose, yeah. then... You're going to bullshit it. Yeah, you're like, going yeah, to BS it. And then yeah, you, you be with the company for 30 years still complaining, bro. That's what I've been still saying. Complaining. Yeah, like, that shit is crazy. Still complaining. <laughs> exactly. I be sitting there like, yo, damn, y'all really just want to live like this? <laughs> you see the veterans of the company that been there years mm-hmm. complaining. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not... I don't think we've ever been like that type of vibe. Like I'm more action oriented. Like I don't like sitting around complaining. I don't even like like gossiping and nothing. I like 
goals, action, and just getting a job yeah. done. And and I, I think one other thing is like you just kind of realize like some of these companies, well, most of these companies don't even care about you. Like, mm-hmm. and like two scenarios I could equate it to is like I like the first my first job out of college was working at Hertz. I got fired from that shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck them, but <laughs> but it's like yo, they made me work this whole fucking day just to tell me I was fired. And yeah, like, that's I was tight. Yeah, that's and then grimy. I was just like, damn, like I just I didn't like the feeling like someone else having that much power or dictating like my position or whatever. Like so, uh-huh. I just hated that aspect. And then now, like I work in like workers' comp, uh-huh. so you can see how like the companies kind of look at like employees, especially when they get like hurt and they. So like some of them, they'll automatically question to see if it's fake. Yeah, so it's crazy. And then like, yo, they'll be quick to like fire people if it's questionable. Like it's crazy. Like they really don't care about you like that. Yeah. All right. So listen, for so my fans who don't know y'all, yeah. you know, all my supporters, not to say fans, my supporters out there who don't know y'all, you know, what 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 type of music vibe do y'all like? How do y'all pick y'all producers? You know. How do you come up with the concepts for your songs? Yeah, I mean the producers are uh, it, yeah it, it it varies. I think like their sound has to be just like really unique, mm-hmm. like really different, like um and also the drive. They kind of gotta have the same drive. Yeah. Like it's people that like hit us up. Like we work with like Sullivan Beats. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I heard them. Yeah, mm-hmm. he and he said he hit us up like months before, yeah. but for some reason like it, trust me, it went from a time where we was like looking for people to give us beats and like try to get original beats. So yeah, we get so many emails like, mm-hmm. "Yo, hop on my beats." Yeah. It's like overwhelming, so we can't like check all of them. So one of our producers, um, Sullivan Beats, said like he like he just kept hitting us up, kept us up. But like we honestly like just must have missed it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like just must have yeah. missed get it. Them all. Yeah. And then when I finally like heard one of his beats, I was like, "Oh, this is it!" And yeah. he was just like, "Thank God, y'all finally <laughs> hit me yeah. up because I've been trying to do music with y'all." And I, I, so I, I think we look for the drive definitely, and then also like the uniqueness and the sound. Like I, I feel like the beats on our project is like very unique mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to our, the beat selection. So I, I really like that. Yeah, and then just like how how the song comes about, like it, it varies. Like it depends on the beat, or like maybe it just depends on the mood. Um, sometimes I try to like listen to what the beat is saying. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's the easiest way to kind of explain it to me but sometimes i'll just think of a like a like the um like a concept like on um girls who travel the first track carry on I was just like, I like the whole we need like an intro yeah. <laughs> for this traveling. Yeah, yeah, like for I traveling. I was sold on that. Yeah, yeah. so I, like I, I kind of like came up with the idea, and then then I heard it's crazy because uh, it was the same week we was completing the project, and that was the last song. Like, yeah. I think, wow. I think wow. Monday, Monday. I, we we was going into the studio wow. Friday, and Monday Monday. I wrote that shit, yeah. and I was like, yo, we gotta make this track. So <laughs> how y'all set the deadline? So if y'all are working for yourself, how do you set the deadline for you to like have this project complete mm-hmm. like that? Um, it's it's so, so sometimes we do like hard deadlines. So I give you this the entire process. So when we start a project, we was just like, okay. What's the title? What's the core values? Mm-hmm. What's like we do like we sit down and write core values yeah. for the album, yeah, man. The objectives, yeah. like mm-hmm. what are we trying okay. to get across? Okay. Like yeah. like Let a business plan. So like we we write we write all of that. We wanna we wanna talk about this. We wanna get this mm-hmm. um oriented and whatever sort. What we do is we don't go into it like making a, we we make songs but we have like the core values in the yeah, back of our head mm-hmm. so we make a collection of songs and whatever the best songs fit the core values that's what's going on the project mm-hmm. um and then like after that process we was like okay now we just got to record so yeah. I, I think like 
a lot of that stuff like we take our time with like the core values and figure out what beats we want to work with and then writing the songs but the recording process like we probably could bang out we bang out album like really really fast yeah, yeah, yeah i noticed um, that yeah like, i noticed that we could do we really, could do that really fast i think it's just the upfront process but like once we got that straight like it, it's either like within that month we or within two weeks we're completing a project and, and then in the midst of that we'll get like the artworks done and yeah. then we'll think of like ideas and then yeah just like send that, it to the guy who kind of makes it we send the core values to the artwork mm-hmm. guy everything like this mm-hmm. is what we want to okay. get across everything so. yeah that all helps yeah. having that planning and thinking through the whole process will help when you want to bring in other people who have their own expertise definitely so that can see your vision definitely um so as far as like promoting and mm-hmm. scheduling who how did do y'all handle that or have y'all hired somebody do you have a team how does that work uh so i mean we handle it for the most part um we do have like a team so we have like sullivan beats who obviously send the um send the beats and stuff for the most part and um my boy darwin we so we get on a um conference call usually periodically just to kind of go over like the steps and how we can like make it bigger and, and pretty much it's just uh trying to get the word of mouth out there and then now we just started working with like a consultant this dude um, mark tavern um so he works in the he, he used to work in the music business now he's just teaching it at like mm-hmm. a college um but he has like a lot of like information as far as like getting things out there and how like the industry looks at things so he'll feed us information and then give us tips on how to get the point across. So that's how we're doing it right now. Okay. So, you know, I asked if, you know, my counterparts, they're not here. So, you know, they had a few. Shout out D-Hell. Shout out. They had had a few questions, you know. So I'm not going to tell you who who asked what. what. (laughs) Three Man Weave wants to know. Who's the best lyricist between Fame and P.C.? Best lyricist? <laughs> I'm the best, I'm going to say Dre. I'm going to say Dre, the best okay. lyricist. I feel like... Okay. I, yeah, I, 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 honestly feel like, I honestly feel like his lyrics is like very keen and yeah. unique. Um, nice, very nasty. I feel like I'm... And I feel like this always been me anyway. I feel mm. like my flow is a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, I feel smooth. like my... Yeah, exactly. Smooth. Like, I, I feel like... like I'm more of the how I'm sounding on the beat, mm-hmm. like how I'm coming on, like but you got bars the word, too, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm more so, like I said, I look into the like when I write, I I, I like the flow of words more mm-hmm. than anything. Now I will say, lie. I mean, in real life, it's easy to tell y'all apart. Mm-hmm. On, on on the track, on the it's track, yeah, difficult. It's right. <laughs> so sometimes I don't really know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know unless you unless you drop your name or your moniker or something yeah, like yeah, that. And you know, but if it's just bars and you sticking to the point, I'm I might not I might yeah, not know, man. Yeah, it's yeah, tough. Yeah, so it's like how you even do I think that's like one of the like the the bene- like the the key factors of our music is kinda like that's another thing to kinda look into, like damn, trying to tell each other apart on the track. But like some people really, like my boy Quandell, he know like to a T yeah. who is doing this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah bro. He so knows like, I think after a while, what? like yeah. yo, he be knowing the verses, like, yeah, yo, Dre, when you said and so, yeah, he be knowing it and it be like he be knowing like the old shit. I was like, damn, what song I even said that? Like, I, like, <laughs> I can't yeah, even remember. That's about a different right <laughs> Yeah, man. Man. But um, I also want to talk to y'all about living room, man. You love that. I do, man. I feel like, to me, one, I feel like that's 
that has the capability to be a national hit. Mm. And people probably, you know, they, they're probably going to say, can you just saying that those, like, yeah, you go yeah, back with them. Yeah. But it is what it is. Like, <laughs> y'all can say I'm being biased. If you don't think, just go listen to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you feel me? But Living Room, man, I feel like it represents the everyday struggle. Because, yeah. like, people look at y'all and they might see y'all and they see that y'all are rappers, y'all mm. are traveling the world yeah. and doing your thing. Right. And they may think that, you're not a normal person. Definitely. You yeah. feel me? And but you know, I know y'all from the beginning, so I know y'all normal people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, how did that concept come about for that song? Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I, so I came with a concept, and I just took it off like the whole like the happy home mm-hmm. thing, like that people be saying. So it's like you gotta have a happy home, which is like you, you know your wife and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, I just felt like okay, within that ha- happy home, you gotta have compromise, and the only compromise in that space is the living room. Yeah, and I just yeah. I just felt because like no matter what, <laughs> like yeah. like either your friends gonna be in the living room mm-hmm. or her friends are gonna be mm-hmm. in the living room. We have something in the living room. So like that's the only way. Like so, if there's like uh, dysfunction in the mm-hmm. living room, then the whole house is household is fucked up. So yeah. that's kind of how I kind of yeah. got the concept. That's a crazy just concept, like, yeah. The living room just represents like the common area in, in a relationship or whatever. So that that's how it came about. Yeah. But I definitely feel like man, that song. Some somebody's gonna hear that song, man, and that song is. We live in this viral time. I yeah. mean, and it got a lot of it's doing numbers anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, and and. and I feel like steady numbers, those are the best because those are organic. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Those are your real people who are really listening to you. Definitely. Uh, once something goes viral, you know, those are your, those are your wish-washy people. Yeah, like, yeah. They'll turn on you like that. So Thanks. you always want to call with you. Um, another question um, that Three Man Weave wanted to know <laughs> um, is solo projects. Y'all ever going to do solo projects or is it always going to be the Bond thing? Um, I think it's gonna probably yeah, always, always be the, be the bond, bond thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really see like I, I would rather do it with my brother yeah. any day. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't, it's, it would be weird without it. Like I don't know. Like I, f- I feel like our blend on on our music is like really unique. Like the blend of how we like if he write a song and like how he write the verse and stuff like that. Like I really study his verse and mm-hmm. like try to like mm-hmm. like like think of like the opposite the opposite side of his verse or mm-hmm. like add on to his verse or like flip flip the flow in his verse yeah. and stuff like that yeah. and you can't really do that like by yourself and yeah then, and then like even in, even in features like we try to be on features together so like say if it's like a 16 mm-hmm. uh open verse or whatever i'll do that's how we usually do features yeah. yeah and and it's crazy because I, I used to have my brothers and I, you know, y'all know my brothers. We used to be tight like that, you know, yeah. but as we've gotten older, you know, yeah. and where we live at and things like that, we've grown up. I'm not going to say our relationship has grown apart, yeah. but just, but just physical life, yeah. distance in between us. Um, but I also have a set of twin brothers. So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's like to be a twin, but I do understand the dynamic of twins because I'm very, very close because I have twin brothers. Yeah, definitely. Um, and... I would love to just work with my brother. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, cool. that's like the ultimate because it's like you said, like I know now if I haven't said phrases in a year, but I know that if I get around my brothers, they can still finish some of my phrases and stuff like that. It's just because of the connection Definitely. and the bond over the years. Definitely. So I respect that, man. Y'all should stay together. I feel like everything that y'all do is fire together anyway. So yeah, you, right. shouldn't mess you, with the, you. you shouldn't mess with the technique. Definitely. Um, then so I was gonna ask y'all, did y'all have any questions 
for three man weave. Yeah, what's I mean, what's next for y'all, man? Because I see y'all moving. Um, honestly, y'all, y'all the reason like, I even like know what's going on in sports. Yeah, like, when I see y'all, yeah. y'all podcast, I'm like, okay, I can check this out. Yeah, and, I mean. I, I was gonna say, yo, that it, it's really dope because I, me personally, I love seeing like when people like, like get creative. You know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like y'all got like really creative, like mm-hmm. doing that. And like, it, it might seem like it came out of nowhere to other people, but I feel like y'all three were like the two creative yeah. people that do yeah. something like yeah. that. Like yeah. it only made sense. Yeah. Like it just, yeah. it's just dope. It's like, been a blessing. <laughs> yeah, it's been a blessing. Um, what we got coming in the works? We got a, we got a brand new website that we're working on that we're getting ready to launch soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna be doing um, more writing articles, not just oh, talking. Okay. Um, getting into blogging, definitely. Um, and we're gonna start um, going to more events and actually covering the events there. Word, that's word, that's um, so that's what we got um, in the works coming up, you know. And it's a process like everything else, but we're we're sticking to it. We also got, um, you know, we about to when football season launches, we gonna launch. That's pretty much gonna be. Yeah, season two for us. Definitely, you know, our yeah. first season two. Definitely. Um, so we're gonna do a whole new, probably, re-roll out for everybody. Uh-huh. Um, we're gonna have you know merch for everybody. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, definitely. So you know we're just trying to hit on all cylinders, cover all bases, um, and we also just working with a lot of people that we know. Like yeah. a lot of stuff that we do, we're not like going to a big corporation. Like this is just all small business trying to give other people opportunities mm-hmm. like um we had marty he did our intro yeah yeah, yeah yeah i love that um, shit, <laughs> i don't know if y'all know au wood um but he also went to vsu probably a couple years before y'all oh, but, um he a, he a big artist out of there i think i sent you um this uh, summer his project yeah yeah, yeah you sent me you sent I me sent yep, you his yep, project yep. but um he did he actually did the beat for the intro yeah um, oh, word, word, okay. so um and you know we had somebody from vsu actually do the graphics so it's like yeah. we just trying to network with Same. our people definitely you know? yeah. um so when someone says like when we actually get out there and complain we could say at least we we trying to help and reach back in our community yeah, you we, we're not just dope. talking without action we trying to put action to words definitely and that's what we're trying to do so i know you don't watch sports mm-hmm. um but my fan i not the fans, the supporters. <laughs> um, they will be remiss if I let y'all get out here without without at least telling me y'all favorite teams. Your favorite team? Uh, like, I, I, I try to stick to like the home team, so anything New England. So okay. I would say yeah. like New England Patriots, yeah, can't by, be mad at Boston that. Celtics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. And then UConn. Like, yeah, 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 UConn. UConn so, definitely. Definitely. So, Boys uh, and girls. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so if yeah. anything sports and is related to that, like I'll probably – We'll mess with that. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Connecticut Suns too. That's the WNBA team. <laughs> now, yeah. now, real, real quick, before we get out of here, I will say, man, when I was a young buck mm. and I wasn't living right, <laughs> I met a dude, man. He he was my brother. Used to go to HU. My older brother mm-hmm. um, used to go to Hampton University. Um, and he met this dude, man. He's from Connecticut, man. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> you know. He was like, man, y'all need to just come home with me, man. Come home with me, right? And so in my mind, like, I had a picture of Connecticut <laughs> in my mind, right? And so he lived in New Haven, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, New Haven. And, bro, when we got up there, it was like gun store, liquor store, <laughs> gun store, liquor store. And I was like, it was really the trash. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all of the stuff that he was talking that I thought was fake was real about Connecticut. And yeah. I was like, 
it's just crazy how you'll get a picture of somewhere in yeah. your mind and it can be just totally false, man. Yeah. So, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's weird, man. <laughs> everybody think like that shit is just nothing but rich people up there, but I mean, shit, I wish I was living over yeah, there, to be honest, <laughs> but it's really don't be like, I mean, it's areas like that, don't get me wrong, but. I definitely see where the grit and the music come from. Definitely. 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 Um, but before we get out of here, you know, tell everybody where they could find your work at, where how they can find y'all at, and how they can get in contact with y'all. Man, definitely hit us up, like, on all social media platforms. My thing is at F-A-M-E underscore any, fame underscore rugby on Snapchat, but Twitter and Instagram is fame underscore any. And I'm at P.C underscore N-E, that's at P-D-O-T-C underscore N-E. And for Snapchat, it's um, at P.C underscore 18. Um... Follow us. Uh, make sure you stream Girls on Tour, Girls mm-hmm. Who Travel, all that. We got Please. a lot of good, the Hell Marys. Yeah. Um, we dropping a video today, actually, mm-hmm. X's and O's. X's and O's video out now, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> on YouTube. Um, and then um, we just a lot more music coming on the way and a couple more Hell Mary projects and... Let's get it. Hell yeah. All right. And y'all already know where y'all can follow Three Man Weave at. We're already on IG at mm-hmm. Three Man Weave underscore. Facebook, Three Man Weave underscore. We got the group at Three Man Weave group. Um, and you can email us at podcast.three.man.weave at gmail.com. I'm Cannon, one third of the Three Man Weave. Definitely. I got with me. Fame P.C. Let's get it. Shout out to D. Hell. Shout out to AJ too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we out. <laughs>